Money FM 89.3, the best of the afternoon update. Money in the market on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and the Market. I'm Hong Bin Jung. Grab Holdings shares tumbled last week after it reported a wider loss than analysts had estimated. And the Singapore-based company said its net loss for the second quarter contracted almost 30% from a year earlier. And joining us on the phone to tell us more about what's going on with Grab is Olivia Poe, reporter at Bloomberg News. Olivia, welcome to the show. Hi, Hong Bin. Thanks for having me on. Hi. Okay, so let's start with, you know, Grab's shares. It fell 12% in U.S. trading after it released those second quarter results last Thursday. How were the results and why did investors react this way? Thank you. Um, Grab's numbers look strong at first glance, actually. Its mm-hmm. revenue rose 79% mm-hmm. in the second quarter and that losses narrowed. But shares still tumbled 12%, as you've mentioned, in U.S. trading, and they're now down more than 55% this Mm. year. I think when we look closer, there's some clues as to why the market reacted this way. Mm -hmm. And um, you're right. I mean, Greg posted a wider loss than expected, $547 million for the second quarter, which Mm. was much more than the $335 million loss analysts had projected. Mm -hmm. I think investors are also watching how much Grab spends on its incentives that forked out more across all verticals compa- compared to a year earlier, mm-hmm. doling out over $523 million of incentives in total. That's up 26% year-on-year. Mm-hmm. Um, Grab also cut its BMB estimates, which mm-hmm. measure the amount of transactions flowing through its platform for the year. It's quite a big cut. Mm-hmm. It's now expecting that annual transactions will expand 21 to 25 percent versus the high of 35 percent previously and they're expecting key growth areas like delivery to moderate as consumers order less takeout and groceries online. Mm. So speaking of food delivery, why is food delivery such an important part of Grab's business? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, Grab's delivery arm, which does, you know, food and grocery delivery, was once touted as a key growth area for mm-hmm. the business. To combat um, the downturn in ride hailing mm-hmm. during the pandemic, Grab had pivoted to expand into groceries and made a significant investment. Right. But the company said last Thursday it decided to shut its dark store operations across Singapore, Vietnam mm-hmm. and the Philippines mm-hmm. to cut costs and streamline its delivery operations, mm-hmm. which is a stock shift from its earlier strategy. Right. I think it shows that Grab's recent moves shows that um, points to signs that the quick delivery model seems to be fizzing out a little. Mm. Is that because more, less people are ordering food online now? That's right. I think this slowdown in delivery business is already showing um, people are going out more and mm-hmm. you know ordering less takeout. So actually, in the second quarter, they reported you know 2.5 billion in GMV, which fell short of its own projections mm-hmm. of up to 2.65 billion for the second quarter. Mm, I guess because, you know, loosening of COVID-19 restrictions, people are more wanting to go out and dine out instead of stay home and eat, right? That's right. (laughs) But, you know, there are other ride-hailing companies as well, um, as well as other delivery platforms. So how is Grab performing compared to these other ride-hailing companies or, you know, delivery companies in Southeast Asia? Right. Well, Grab is still the largest ride-hailing and food delivery operator Mm -hmm. in Southeast Asia. 
But when we look at the public markets, their shares are not doing so well. Mm. Its um, biggest rival, one of its biggest rival, GoTo, mm. formed by the merger of Indonesia's two largest tech companies, Gojek and Tokopedia, mm-hmm. now has a $14 billion lead over Grab in mm. terms of capitalization. Mm-hmm. GoTo is listed in Jakarta and has been reaping advantages of trading in its home market. Investors are also excited about the growth potential of Indonesia, which is also Southeast Asia's largest economy. Grab, meanwhile, counts Singapore as its most important market. Mm-hmm. You know, the city-state we live in makes up about 42% of its revenue. Although people here, I mean, like you and me, generally tend to spend more to hail rides and order food mm-hmm. compared to other countries, um, Singapore is still a small market of about 5.7 million when you compare it to a market like Indonesia, which has over 270 million people. Mm, so there's Deliveroo and Food Panda as well in Singapore. Is Grab performing better than them? Well, it's hard to say, but I think reports have shown that Grab has a big lead in food delivery in Singapore mm-hmm. and in some parts um, across Southeast Asia as well. Oh, okay, okay. And also speaking of tough competition and strong rivalry, um, we have Grab, Food Panda and Deliveroo being, having teamed up to form an al- alliance. Mm-hmm. Is this unusual? Yes, you're right. It is an unusual alliance. You know, mm. Grab, Food Panda and Deliveroo, as you know and pointed out, they have been fierce rivals for a long time. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time they're actually teaming up formally in the face of potential changes to the gig worker law. Mm-hmm. Um, Singapore, along with countries globally, is considering changes to its policy to protect the interests and safety of thousands of drivers working to deliver food and ferry passengers around the island daily. Mm-hmm. So this legislation that, that could be coming might impact companies like Grab, who have benefited from having people work for them without shouldering the traditional responsibilities of the direct employer. Mm-hmm. I think they have teamed up and this alliance is a sign that the three companies are taking preemptive action Mm. and hoping that banding together can strengthen their influence with the local government as it considers these changes Mm. to the law. And in terms of investors' point of view, is this kind of alliance a good thing? Um, Yes, I mean, it could could definitely help to strengthen their influence with the local government. So Mm -hmm. in terms of looking at the bottom line, maybe it would have a impact there but it's too soon to say I think at this point. Mm. Is there anything also to expect from Grab in the coming days or months? Well they just released their second quarter earnings. Mm. I think we are, we're still looking at how the stock is doing and GoTo is look, looking to report its earnings tomorrow so oh. we'll be looking out for that and, and of course writing on the earnings as well. Then in spe- so that's what you can expect. <laughs> and then speaking of go-to, then do you expect, you know, better earnings or? We don't know yet, but I think I saw the preview recently. Mm-hmm. Um, they are expecting revenue to increase and like uh, EBITDA earnings to narrow. Mm. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes tomorrow. <laughs> we shall see. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much, Olivia, for joining us today. Thank you, Hongping. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We've been speaking with Olivia Poe, reporter at Bloomberg News. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg. 
or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.